0: The City Hill Podcast We really hope you enjoy Today's message And if you'd like to find out More about City Hill Please visit our website Cityhill.london Okay guys We are in the penultimate Penultimate week Of our series one We are in week ten We have nearly made it Out of Mark Chapter one There is only next week to go And then we can say goodbye to this And embrace whole new world and I would sing it like Jasmine from Aladdin but I just can't do it I'm not going to do it but I really want to do it so Mark chapter 1 verse 35 to 39 Mark chapter 1 verse 35 to 39 if you read from that Bible on the app you'll be reading from the same translation as me and rising very early in the morning while it was still dark he departed and went out to a desolate place and there he prayed and Simon and those who were with him searched for him and they found him and they said to him everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let's go to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. Early, early while still dark, he went to a desolate place, secluded place, and there he prayed. The funny thing is you see the sun rises every single day. Every single day the sun is gonna rise. But you know what? Just because the sun rises doesn't mean your day is going to be lit. You can, you can, you can just go through a day every day. Bad stuff happens on those days. Good stuff happens on those days. One of the key things I like about what Jesus did was early in the morning, he got up and he prayed. You know what? This, as I was reading this this week, I was like, Lord Jesus, why? Why can we just skip past this couple of verses this week? This isn't me. I hate early morning. I hate it. I do it a lot now just because 5 a.m. is when Edom comes to wake me up. So. I've just got to get going. There's nothing else you can do, otherwise a three-year-old's just going to stand there and slap me in the face. So you better get up and make that porridge. So I'm getting into that early zone. But early in the morning, I remember like a guy who's kind of like one of my mentors, a really close friend of my father, a guy called Alfie in Sweden. He's like a really, really, really cool Christian guy. Really cool, really switched on spiritually, like really switched on to the point where he was preaching at a crusade in Africa. And while he was preaching, the interpreter was changing his message. So he believed in being like baptism of the Holy Spirit. He believed in the gifts of the Spirit. And he was preaching about that. And the interpreter changed all the theology of what he was saying. And then while he's preaching, the Spirit of God speaks to him and says, you tell him you just changed what I said. Now you go tell him the truth. And the guy was like, and the guy had to change the whole message. He had to like start saying, I'm so sorry to the people. He actually said this, this is what. And he had to go back through it. That's how switched on this guy is. I remember him telling me when I was like 17 and Boy didn't listen. I wish I had. My life would have been very, very different I had. He said, men wake up at five and they pray. That's what he said to me. It wasn't about like, oh, successful ministers, successful people. He just went, men, you want to be a man. You get up at 5 a.m. and you pray. And it was this week, as I was looking at this passage, I started to feel really uncomfortable about my life and some of my life choices and some of my laziness. And I started to look at this passage and I started to see something different. Early in the morning it says while it was still dark, he went to a desolate secluded place. So we come here on a Sunday for the opposite agenda. The agenda today is we come together as Ecclesia, people called out together for a purpose, and we're called in together to kind of engage with and connect with God around what it is that we believe God is wanting us to discuss and say today, and to move with, and to get in the flow with. But this is the opposite to that. So it's like these two things, they're not one or the other. They're both, like Jesus goes around and he preaches in the synagogues. We've read that last few weeks. We read that here, going town, town, preaching in the synagogues, casting out demons. But before he does any of that in the collective, he's on his ones in the early hours while it is dark and he's getting lit. So what it says to me is, it says that if I want my day to be lit, I can't control any of the things that's gonna happen to me but I can make sure I'm prepared for my day. It's like if you go to a job interview, you do all the preparation that you need to do. If if you're writing out your CV for a particular job, you're tailoring the whole CV. It's not the same CV, you don't send that out everywhere, unless it's like a blanket roll you really don't care about, but you get an opportunity for something you really want. All of a sudden you're rewriting the whole thing and you're making it match up as close to their description without lying as you possibly can, because you want to be prepared. And as I started to read this, I started to realise, actually, you know what? There's so many times where I'm going to situations where I'm not prepared. A couple of weeks back, there was someone who I felt really, really needed me and I really wanted to push through and I wanted to spend some time praying with them and talking with them. And do you know what happened? I was, I was flat out. I was flat I was gassed out. I was like a boxer going into a round after you've taken some hits and there's nothing left in the tank. And I was just present with the person, but I was of no use. Actually, you know what? I reckon I was probably more hindrance than help because I had nothing in the tank and I had nothing in the tank because I'd spent my time and my focus on the collective things with others and I hadn't taken the time, not selfishly for myself, it's not one-to-one time away so that God could pour into me so I can feel something nice, that's not what it is, that's not what Jesus is doing, it's I'm connected with God because actually later I'm going to be pouring myself out into people's lives and I need to be positioned for this and be ready for this. And some of us, we're in the workplace where it's really hard, where every day we're just pouring ourselves out. Every single day, we're just giving of who we are. Every single day is a little bit less by the time we get home. Every single day is a position where it's just like, oh man, I'm just wasted, I'm exhausted, I'm so tired. Every day can be a new pressure, a new situation, a new struggle. Some of us, it's in our community, it's in our friendship groups, it's just draining. We've got like, people in our lives that are like the mentors in Harry Potter They just suck the life out of you. I tend to ditch those if I'm honest I I cut them off real fast I can't deal with the mentors, but some of us we have those people and we've allowed them to cling on and it's tough it's hard and it wears away at us but what I realise is that when Jesus goes away he goes away in seclusion so that no one else can interfere no one else can filter no one else can twist what it is that God has to say to him It's, it's him and God so we have this collective thing, which is what we're doing today. We're together. We're all here. We're all hearing the same thing. We're all engaging with the same truth, so that as a unit, as a as a, a church, as an ecclesia, we can move together in the same direction, in the same understanding, with similar views, unique expressions, but similar views. But then we also have to have that time where we we just plug ourselves into the source, and that's not something you get on a Sunday. It's not. We can try and structure Sunday that way, but that's not what this is. It's not what this is about. Jesus goes away while still dark early in the morning and he pl- prays in the secluded place. He heads for seclusion for the inclusion of God that we wouldn't face exclusion from God. So he, he steps back that you and I can step in. And that's what we have to do. You see, when we create this space for just us and God, sometimes when Christians talk about it, they talk about the secret place, they talk about it as being a place for, for, for the individual and their own benefit, but that's not what Jesus is doing. He's stepping back in a way to receive from God because he's gonna step into some people's lives. And when he steps into their lives, he's gonna have something that flows out, something of meaning to give. And it's important that we realize that actually, the whole point of life is given and taken to one another. And you see what happens when, when all of us are, in, are creating these spaces within our lives, these times, these pockets, to actually receive something from God, we have something worthwhile to give one another that transcends anything we could just say by like a word of wisdom that we naturally have or a piece of information we have but we're able to kind of see into kind of what's going on so seclusion he heads for seclusion for the inclusion of god that we wouldn't face exclusion from god prayer the first thing while still dark is how we make sure our day no matter what we're facing is going to be lit what's going to define whether your day to be lit it's going to define whether you've had time to not wait for the sun to naturally rise and reveal us there, but allow God to light you up. Allow yourself to kind of get into that kind of place and that zone. Hey, you are right? Are you looking for Fran or? Uh, Yeah. Oh, she's just uh, through there, no worries. Um, While still dark is how we make sure our day, no matter what we face, is gonna be lit. And then it says people were searching for him. People were going out to search for him. People were going out. You see, that's the thing in life. I don't know if you've noticed this, You may never have experienced this. I've experienced this, and I'm I'm pretty sure everyone has some place. A time when you really need to switch off is when everyone else wants to switch on. You know, you come to the end of yourself, and all of a sudden, that's when all the notifications come. Like, you've had the worst day ever. That's when someone calls you on the phone demanding your attention about something when you're trying to feed two kids, and they're both screaming and throwing food everywhere. The phone hasn't rang all day. It doesn't. But people have come searching for you, at that time. But the question is actually when people come searching for you is what you are they gonna get? What you are they gonna get? A couple weeks ago, like I said, I really regret this. Someone did not get the best of me. It wasn't a case that I was rude to them. It wasn't a case that I was I, 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 I said something offensive. Is I had nothing to give, nothing to give. They were going through poo and I really, every, I, it was like I was trapped in a cage inside. I desperately wanted to give them something But there was nothing left to give. There was nothing left. It was just zero, running on empty. And then I look back and I realize, oh, I've been getting this all wrong. I don't know about you guys, you may be getting it all right. I haven't been going away to have this time with God that actually isn't, yes, we have strike one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Basically, on a Sunday I come in, I set these signs up, and I just pray over which one the anointing will cause the, the sign to land on someone's head. I mean that was in slow motion, glorious. Ah, oh, that was brilliant. That was yeah. Ah, oh. so I was present physically, but I was so beat down I couldn't be there for someone. I'd gassed out. I hadn't ensured that when people found me that I was ready to give. I hadn't ensured. I hadn't been intentional with my life and what I was going to do. And you see what's funny is it says that he then went on preaching in these other towns and preaching in these other synagogues and it says that he cast out demons. I don't know about you, but I can look back and if I honestly summarize and critique the last two weeks of my life, I can say I bumped into a lot of demons. I don't think any have been cast out. I don't think anyone's really been liberated from spending much time with me. If anything, I think people probably left feeling more incarcerated. I I think I left people maybe feeling more cemented in their situation. I think I left some people maybe with the opinion that actually the struggle that they're embroiled in right now is really all there is, and maybe things are a bit hopeless. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? Been with someone and and you've left, and then as you've left you've realized Oh man, I really haven't given them much hope. I've just made them even more aware of the absolute poo situation they're in. Like, I've made them aware of the different layers that this can go wrong, instead of speaking something into their life that could be helpful, that could be of value, that could be of meaning. And it's because I've gone there empty, I've gone there gassed out. Jesus faces demons and his day is still lit. My day, your day, I don't know. I know about me, not so lit. Jesus got lit before he spent time with anyone else, before he gave anything out. He got he got connected. He got connected to the source. Today actually will probably be in, if you put all the services you've ever come to kind of City Hill together, every single time you've ever listened to anything that's ever been said, if you were to kind of rank it on a useful chart, this will probably be the absolute most useless thing I've ever said to anyone here if we don't try and action something. You know what I found? I found that technology could be such a distraction and cause so many problems, right? But you know what? There's some amazing features in technology that can really help with discipleship. I wanna give you a masterclass of three unbelievably simple things to do where your phone can go from the distractor to the enabler. So, so simple. It's something that I've done a while back And the reason I felt so kind of, I felt like God really pressing the finger home on me this week about this passage that we've just read is that I felt that I needed to be reminded that actually you've, you've got a bit too big for your boots. You don't think this is important anymore. You've replaced this with other things which strategically sound better, but aren't anywhere near of significance and importance. So I just want to read that passage again. So, Mark 1, 35, 39, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said, Let's go to the next towns, I may preach there also. That's why I came out. He went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. You see, people are going to be looking to find you. And he's going to a desolate place, so he can't be found. Because if he had not gone to a desolate place... Peter and the other guys, they would have found him real, real, real quick. You know, there's some pro, 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 pro tips you can do. On your phone, you can set a reminder and you can set an alarm and you can name it whatever you want. So about a year ago, because of the book I wrote, um, Karma Shima Drama, I wrote Shima, I wrote here. That's the Hebrew word here as my alarm. So I woke up before I had to get ready to go work and my thing was, I want to hear how I'm going to love someone today. I want to hear how I'm going to love God today. So my alarm would remind me, would wake me up, and straight away, that would be the first thing I see when I go over to hit snooze, was here, Shima, and i would be thinking, I need to hear from you today. I need to know how I'm gonna love you, I need to know how I'm gonna worship you, and I wanna start thinking intentionally and creatively that as I'm on my way into work, as I'm on my commute all the way to Canary Wharf at the time, that I'm gonna go there with a view that this person is gonna get loved on today, this person is gonna get affected today, this person I'm gonna be there for today. Technology is amazing. Setting an alarm with a name on it is such an easy thing to do. There are reminders. Reminders Oh, my days. I've got reminders on here daily. A Couple of reminders that go, hey, how are you gonna do this? How are you gonna love this person? How are you gonna fix this thing? Don't let that one go. Reminders with an, with an alarm, explaining why this time is sacred. So for you, you may be going, you know what, I wanna connect with God in this space at this time for this reason. And I need to remember, this reason, because this reason matters. So for some of us, maybe when we think about it, we may need to put there, because other people need me to be lit. Other people need me to be shining bright. Otherwise, I'm just flying through the motions. This time is sacred, not just for me, but for God and for someone else. Like, oh, I'm going to get a heck of a lot out of it. I'm going to have a great time with God. It's going to be fantastic. But this doesn't end with just me. And the other thing that I love about it is you don't just have to set like kind of a reminder with the explaining it, but one of the greatest features they've ever done on the iPhone. Oh my word, do not disturb. Oh yes, so great. And there's all sorts of ways you can edit that and all sorts of ways you can filter it and make it custom just for that period of time that you need it for. But let me tell you guys, this this literally could change how, how you spend every day this week. I know it's gonna change it for me. I know this week, I know I'm getting up early before my kids have a chance to murk me, before the wife can tell me I haven't done something that I'm supposed to have done. Before anyone else can get me down, God's gonna get me up. Before I have a chance to fail at anything, I'm gonna know that I've succeeded through what He's done for me. Because I'm gonna set this time And I'm gonna use my phone to help disciple me, to help bring discipline back into my life. I look at Jesus and I think, man, this guy just got up early and he just went and did this. And in today's world, I think that's absolutely amazing. But you and I, we've got an amazing side dish over here that can just help us with so many things. All the time I hear Christians always moaning about how bad and big a distraction the phone is. Totally is. But actually, you need to start looking at some of those features. There's a lot of good features on here that can really help disciple us. And bring God's discipline into our lives. That can really help us grow. You see if you make this time count. And we get lit with God. We'll find ourselves lighting up other people. And I tell you what. When I read about Jesus. And I read who he is. And I read that he went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. I think to myself. Man that's a bit of a hard grind. But then when I read. When people found him. He actioned out his mission. And went where he went to go. And it says. He went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues, casting out demons. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of work. That's really tiring, but I tell you what, there'd have been people running around going like, man, I've had this anxiety that's been with me for years. I've had this depression I couldn't shake. I've had this illness that, that's been, I've, had, I've been saying things that I couldn't really control, but now I can control. I was, I was this weird person, a fringe, on the outskirts that no one would associate with and no one would touch no one would talk to and I'm free and I'm free and it all traces back to the discipline of this small window where he goes alone and he finds freedom and empowerment and connection I'm going to pray for us today and then I'm going to wrap that up Father God, I pray for each one of us, Lord, that this week as we, we build those segments, those blocks, those those time frames, Lord, I just pray you would inspire us and you would lead us and you would guide us to pick the right blocks within our days. Some of us may not have the opportunity to pick a block in the morning on the early hours while it's still dark. Some of us may be picking it at night at the end of the day as we finish, um, allowing that time to be the time that spells on. Some of us are going to have all different times throughout the day and periods. But Father God, I pray for each one of us that as we block out that time, you would do of madness. You would do an amazing thing in our lives. That you do a special, unique and powerful thing in our lives. I pray we would meet with you in the way that not only we need, but others need us to meet with you. I pray that we would experience a transformation that only you can bring that no one else can bring. I pray, Father God, that you would then use us in the same way that they went. he went around Galilee and his disciples, his boys who were looking for him could see that when Jesus went alone, the connection was people got set free. When Jesus had time with his father, other people got liberated. When Jesus had time with him, life was different the day was different it didn't matter if demons were thrown at him it didn't matter if problems were thrown at him or challenges he would overcome because he had that time with his father i pray this week lord that in our unique spheres of influence our unique challenges our unique obstacles we would have the discipline and the diligence to spend that time with you not just for the sake of knowing we overcome through it but through relationship through growing to know you and being made to be more and more like you and that we would experience that joy and that freedom that literally only you can give. You give us a peace that not as the world gives it, but one that surpasses all understanding. I pray for that peace to rest upon us, Lord, as we spend that time with you. In Jesus' name, amen. We really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london.